Forever. What up, though? Episode 172 of the iHeartMiko podcast. Today is July 18th, 2019. As promised yesterday, this is the second episode of the week. And I'm joined by none other than Frank Nitty. What's Hi, up? Frank Nitty. You're welcome back. That's good, man. It's How been many a times have you been on here? My God, um, I lost <laughs> count. I lost count. <laughs> yes. Um. This. You like my digs? You like this, the studio? This is dope. You yeah, like this? this? Is super dope. I'm feeling this. It's Network hot. Studios is holding me down for the summer while I'm in LA. I don't know how I'm going to replace them when I go back to Florida. It's you can't. Be a sad it don't look situation. like you can't. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, um, welcome back once again. Um. My listeners, my faithful listeners know that you were on majority of the summer last year. And that's because I was covering the Drew League every weekend and interviewing the top player and the performers of the week. And you were there just about every single weekend except one, I believe. I was about to say almost everyone. Almost. <laughs> just I think there was only one yeah. that you weren't on there for. And then, I oh, I had you last on the, the draft of the uh, big three. Oh, yeah, yeah. When you dope, weren't dope. drafted, but drafted. I don't even know what that was. They pulled me off the board, so uh, nobody could steal me. That's what that was. So yeah. I got picked negative number one. Negative number one. So you was actually better than number one. <laughs> Bingo. Technically. And promoted. All the same thing. Okay. Uh, we're going to get into all the Drew League stuff, big three stuff um but before we do that i wanted to ask you some questions that i didn't ask you before because it's hard to think of things to ask you since you've been on so many times yeah I agree. so i got something good to ask you all right okay so are you the uh i, I know that you're married two children correct correct how old is your son he is 11 and your daughter is six six correct. right yep so there's a viral video going around. Have you seen it? Of a father beating <laughs> the the brakes off of his daughter. <laughs> That's literally what it is, too. He was he was beating her ass. Oh man. Um, she's twelve, and okay. she got caught fucking at twelve in the house. Oh man, That's rough. See, he's beating her ass. Are you the authoritative parent? Or are you the marshmallow? Which one are you? Are you a good I'm cop a, or I'm, bad cop? I'm the authoritative parent. You are. They, they know not to play with me. Yeah. Soon oh as, my god. Soon as, all I gotta do is look, though. I don't gotta say too much. I just gotta give them a look, and they know what time it is. Yeah. See, usually it is the man, but I'm the authoritative one in my family. Really? See, yes. it, it change up from that from every uh, household. It just depends, you know, where you came from and all that. Yeah. My my husband likes to be the nice guy. He likes to be like. The kid. See, the but fun, he's they, the fun guy. See, I'm both though. I'm the fun guy and I'm the mean guy. So I like I I'm not really the marshmallow one though. Like the mom get all that. They get all the loves and I hugs get that and at that. night. Yeah, same the snuggles here. Snuggles and all that yeah, at night. Same here, but they always want to play with me though. <laughs> so but you have an eleven year old son. Correct. Um what do you say? He's young nitty, little nitty. He he just done made himself little nitty drill, on Instagram. Drill session, yeah, man. He, he made even, himself. You say he earned the nickname? No, yet? he ain't earned it or nothing. He just gonna take his nickname. I'm like, all right, go ahead. But uh, my, he in the gym with my high school coach. They came and got me off a of skateboard right now. So we are gonna see what it do. I'm just glad he picked it up on his own. That's dope. Uh, he's eleven. Eleven. Uh, this little girl was twelve. Fucking. Yeah, that's that's. <laughs> <laughs> That's a lot to comprehend, man, because it's like, man, how, like, where, why, like, how is that even our state of mind at that age? What so, would you do? What would you do if you walked in on little Nitty banging somebody? My son or my daughter? Your daughter or son. Which, I, tell we, would, me, we would oh, have to say daughter. Is there a difference? 100% there's a difference. What's the difference? To me, um, yeah. to me, it, it, 
to be honest, I've always said this. When they, when they get of age, mm-hmm. I've always heard people tell their son, you know, go off and sow your royal oats and do whatever you need to do. Mm-hmm. But when you got a daughter and don't nobody just tell their daughter like, yo, go sow your royal oats. <laughs> right. Go do what you need to do. Like, nah, it's not. So I feel like as parents, we, uh, I know everybody hate that. It should be even and all that. But I mean, it, it is what it is for a reason. I mean, it's basically upbringing. So that's how I was raised. Um, my dad didn't say much when we was out. Um, be- I didn't say all that. <laughs> but before the streetlights, you know, went off. Um, but my sister ever came, you know, home when the streetlights was off already. She got in crazy trouble and we got, you know, a slap on the back or something like that. But um, I think it's upbringing. But what I would do, um, everybody parent different. Everybody mm-hmm. parent different. Um, I don't, I don't know how I would handle a situation like that, but if I was to discipline my child, I wouldn't, I wouldn't do it for the world to see. I think that's where he went wrong at. Who do you think was holding the camera? That, see what I mean? Like somebody that, was kinda, holding the camera yeah, and then they posted It had this. to be the mom. The mom was as mad, but I mean, I mean, I mean, you can't, you can't say anything about how anyone else parents because. Right. You, this is not your child. It, it's not your situation. You, thank you. I was, this is, this is my thing. So you bring up the whole, the, the men uh, allow their sons to go sow their oats. I don't think that you guys are realizing that when you do that, you're sending them off to sow those oats with somebody's daughter. This is true. This is you true. You have a daughter. So somebody's going to send their son off to sow their oats in your daughter. I'm going I'm to treat mine equally. I'm going to treat mine equally. I'm going I'm to tell you that. Uh, I'm going to still discipline them both equally. And when it's time to let, you know, I, I'm not going to hover over my kid's son or daughter. Um, I'm going to treat them equally. I'm going to give them a fighting chance. I feel like mm-hmm. uh, a lot of people don't get that. Um, we don't get that as people, you know. We don't We don't have the head start that most other people have. Right. So um, I, I want to kind of mix that up and just, just you know, make it, make it even for both of them. Okay. I think when I looked at the video, there was a couple of things that bothered me. One is that he was, like, asking her if she wanted to be a hoe. Oh. And just that language <laughs> right there <laughs> is, like, She's still 12. You want her to be 12, but you're talking to her like she's an adult. And then you like, you want to fuck? You trying to, you, you want to keep fucking? And I'm just like, what? This is backwards. Wait. No, that was, you that know? was crazy. When I was listening to it and just watching the way he was, you know, abusing her, I was like, man, this is, that's hard on a 12 year old girl, man. So yeah. I, I thought, I'm a, I'm a disciplinary father as well. And I thought that was a lot for a girl. Um, but I mean, again, it's not, it's not my kid. I don't mm-hmm. know their upbringing. She might be a tough girl. She might be a, a you know a little tomboy out here. So he might see her as you know one, like one of his sons or something. But I mean, I don't know something like that is you can't really you can't really judge. I don't judge anybody. Like live right. your live your life how you see fit. I, I don't. I believe in physical discipline. Let's just just put that out there. Mm-hmm. Um, but that was way too far from oh, me. Over the top. I agree. And my husband doesn't believe in physical discipline in any fashion. <laughs> so we butt heads. <laughs> On that, you know, we we met in the middle a couple of a couple of disciplinary things. Uh, he was raised a little white, I want to say. Okay, I don't know that many white kids that get their ass whooped. Man, know? I live in Orange County, and I can tell you, I've seen a lot of them run a muck. And they get to run that muck, <laughs> you know, cussing their parents out oh, and telling yeah. them to shut up and everything. And and so the first thing I started to think about is. You know, this father, he might have pressure on him as well. Like he, his stress level may be high, you know, and in our community, a lot of us aren't um, making it well. And mm-hmm. the thought of potentially bringing another mouth to feed into the house Ooh, at scary. 12, that's scary. 
You I know? mean, I, I mean, I feel like as a as a as a man, um, you just don't want your daughter to end up in a situation. Not the whole whole situation. I don't want my daughter to end up with a kid, you know, at twelve or thirteen because there's so much life she's gonna miss out mm-hmm. on. There's gonna be so much she's not gonna be able to do. She's already gonna set herself back. Um, like that that head start I was just talking about. Like mm-hmm. you already taking steps back. I mean, like having a kid is beautiful and and great, but have it when you know you're never really ready, but have it when you're ready. So mm-hmm. I mean, so to speak, is uh basically just you shouldn't be you shouldn't be moving that fast at twelve. That's, right. That's really fast. Yeah, Shannon Sharp sent me the video, and he asked he wanted my opinion on it. He was like, "What would you do if this was your son?" And what I said to him is, I said, "I think the father missed out on a teachable moment." Very teachable. I think that he should have because now she gonna still be fucking. Now it's that she be knows sneakier. what Dick is like, yeah, it's gonna be sneakier. Now she's gonna sneak. Now she's gonna be. She's never gonna trust you. One hundred percent to become. She's gonna be afraid that she's gonna get beat again. One hundred percent. And so I just feel like you know sometimes we have to as parents we react. We're natural humans, normal. We make we mistakes. React, we make mistakes, but I would tell that parent to use that as a teachable moment. Talk to her about life about what it means to have a child that young, about what it would mean to have an STD, uh, an incurable STD. So, so I got a question then. Yes. What What if, because we don't, we don't know, what if he was that parent that was letting her go on dates or letting the boy be around, letting them text in private? Like, okay, like that's that was him trusting her. What if she, what if he went in and broke that, what if she went in and broke that trust? You still is. I still don't think it warrants a beating like that. Oh no, no, no! Of course not. But, but I still I'm think just... it's a teachable moment. You have to, you have to tell her like what it means, like what it, you're being an adult right now, and you don't have no adult money. Mm. You don't have part, no coins. That part. You don't have a roof over your head. You don't have a job. You're not even able to work. You haven't yeah. even gotten out of middle school yet. Man, that's middle school. Yes. Oh, that's sixth moly, grade. Man. She probably trying to end up on uh, 16 and pregnant. You know, they get a bag. Oh, my God. It's not worth it because a lot of them still live in that trailer <laughs> no. park. If you look at the show, they are all still dead, struggling. Yeah. They, they, they live with their parents. Most of them still, too. Oh, man. So clearly, the bag clearly isn't worth it. Yeah, nah. I, I just wanted to hear your opinion on that because you you have a, a boy who's coming of of squirt age. This is true. Well, this how is true. What's the age normally that men start to want the woman? Oh, it's already a it's already issue. He's already there. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's already issues. <laughs> uh, like a year ago, I, we uh, me and oh. wifey was laughing at his iPad text messages. Um, but what's funny was because uh, I let him talk and do whatever. I gotta let him be a kid. Uh-huh. Let him make mistakes on his own, and then uh, you know we'll talk and handle it um, how we see fit. But uh, it was funny. A girl, he was texting a girl, and she had this conversation with him, and uh, she was asking him about them, and then he was like, "Well, aren't you with so and so?" She was like, let's not worry about him right now. This is oh, me and you. gangster shit. This is, the, the, wait a minute. They are in elementary. Hold up. Wait, I'm hold nervous. up. Yeah. I posted on Instagram, like just laughing at it. And every, I probably got one of the craziest responses from a little bit of everybody. Everybody was laughing like, who is this Damn, girl? Who was this? Uh, this is like a year ago. Oh, I didn't know you then. Oh, see, it was there like a year ago. So, um, it was funny though, just watching him interact and, um, I recently got a like a complaint from one of the teachers at a, at the TLC programs after school, mm-hmm. and he was uh, I guess one of the teachers heard him ask somebody, "You want to be my girlfriend?" I'm That's like, illegal. I, I'm you in Orange County, and teachers ain't supposed to hear that in elementary. I mean, I don't I don't know the oh, I don't know Lord. the rules, but I'm just I just had the conversation with him. Like, look, slow your roll. If you're gonna do it, don't do it in front of nobody with authority. So, mm-hmm. um, it's it's a lot of teachable moments uh, with being a father, but uh, I'm loving every minute of it.
Good luck. Because let me yeah, just I'm say this it. to you. <laughs> let me just say this to you. You're going to be setting the example with Lil Nitty for your daughter. So she's watching. Yeah. She's going to be looking. So all the things you allow him to get away with. Yeah, yeah, got to be equal. And especially he's going to be teaching her as well. Yeah. So if you're allowing him to be disrespectful to girls and to yeah. do all that, he's going to tell his sister what he's doing. And she's going to think, oh, that's okay to do this is what I'm supposed to be doing at that yeah. age. So just be cautious of, of trying not to play that the same way. No, nah, I got you. I'm going to keep the, the same energy. Standard. Don't worry yes. about it. I'm going to keep the same energy with both of them and I'm going to give them a little bit of freedom. So we're going to see how it go. I can't wait. I'm nervous. <laughs> My son is eight and he he's not really, he's had girlfriends, but they're like little elementary girlfriends. He just I wants like to that. buy them stuff and, and invite them over to swim. Like he's not really. See, we ain't, we ain't, we ain't, we ain't there yet. I'm glad we ain't there yet. Oh, yeah. He has play dates with girls. Oh, I, man. I set up you a in lot more of trouble than I am. No, no, no. I set him up because I don't want him to just play with boys all the time. I want him uh, to so know that. how I'm teaching him how to treat a woman. Okay. So I I have like he has a play date today with uh, two girls and one boy. One of the boys in high school. He had a high school friend. One of my friends, you know, her, all my friends, kids are older than mine. <laughs> they had kids at a normal age. <laughs> <laughs> but he has two girls on the play date too. And I just want to see how he treats women. Like I want okay. chivalry. I want manners. You know, I want to see these things early. So I, if I wait too late, then it's, you know, I'm, I'm about to give up all my manners. If I hold the door open for one more person at Chipotle and they open, they order 10 bowls in front of me. Listen to me. I'm never again. I swear. Never again. Oh my God. Just be nice. <laughs> I got it's you. okay. <laughs> so let's let's hop over to some basketball talk. You're you're like officially, officially, officially a pro now. You are taking care of your family with basketball. Yeah. You know what? You know when that hit me real quick. What? When the Drew, I was talking to the Drew, the like their management guys that handle like the Instagram and everything. Uh-huh. When they was like, uh, we got like a whole mock up of why we can't really post you in the first couple of weeks because the pros can't play yet. Oh, and so, they couldn't post you. I was like, oh, I was wondering why, you know, you I felt the way. I did. I felt the way. Like, wait <laughs> like, a minute, I'm, I'm a three time yeah, back to back. It's not even that. MVP. I'm just homegrown. Like, I ain't. Nah, I, I ain't got nothing to do. With home I, I ain't no NBA dude. I ain't nobody. I'm right here in the in the hood, man. This is this is no, home. You're a pro. Like that, yeah. That's once you they are a once pro. they told me that I shut up. Once they told me that I shut up. How does it feel? I don't feel it yet. I don't get paid enough. What do you mean? <laughs> you don't work anymore, though. I don't, but I don't get paid enough. What you, it's not it's not worth it are you feeling no, like be, being able to play basketball and take care of the family is worth it that's all i ever wanted to do so it's worth it but i still don't boss. feel like i'm a pro you're your own boss right now to an extent yeah you are you get to choose where you want to play you get this to is pick true. This is true. who you want to give your life to that's true you know when you have a nine to five you got to clock in somebody else is telling you when to be there what time you got to wear a badge Somebody else's uniform. Kind of the same thing. I still got to wear a uniform. I still no. got to be there when it's time to no, practice. No, 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 no. But you choose. <laughs> you choose, right? That's true. That's true. You actually choose and you can kind of quit when you want. You can move the way you want. Yeah, you can. You it's can. a little different. That's true. Right? I agree. I agree. Um, it, what's the what's the biggest difference for you? Um, and like I told you, like I said before, you're playing in the big three. You've been playing the Drew League forever. Yeah. What do you think the biggest difference is as far as competition level with the big three and the Drew League? Uh, I just think physicality sets them apart. Um, Who? The, the big three from the Drew. Uh, I feel like it's the same talent level. I'm still going up. It's still hard. I mean, it's just the only difference is, you know, you got Hall of Fame coaches or NBA All-Stars you're going up against, you mm-hmm. know, every night. But uh the, the physicality difference is, you know, that there ain't no fouling out in the big three. 
Um, well, you get three in the first half. You got to sit out. Yeah, but then you back in the second half, and it's only <laughs> to twenty five. So that's true. And and four quarters are an actual game. You know, you don't want to sit out. You, you scared to pick up that foul. Yeah. You you got a layup or something like that. Like I had uh, one of the NBA guy or one of the big three guys tell me like I had a layup for game, and before I can even pick the ball up, he fouled me like crazy hard just to hurry up and pick up a foul. Because I mean, realistically, it didn't matter. Mm-hmm. You just get the ball back at the top. You reset the play. Like, if you pick up that foul late in the game and you sitting out for the rest of the game, now that changes the whole game. Yeah. So, um, little stuff like that um, kind of, you know, differentiates the leagues. But uh, they're both competitive. One of the rules of the big three that I like, like my favorite rule, honestly, is the three-point foul rule. I like that if you foul someone shooting a three, you know, in the NBA, we see James Harden, we see a lot of these guys doing that pump fake shot, you know, leaning into you to get the three, to get three free throws. And the big three, if you get fouled shooting a three, you got to take a three-point shot. Yeah, you do. That's like one of my favorite rules. Do you have a favorite rule in the big three? Or something that's different than the the league? Do I have a favorite rule? I like when you get fouled too. So I think once you get over the limit in fouls, if you score and you get fouled, you get an and one, you get the ball back. Lit. So, yeah. I mean, it didn't work out for us too well last week because we was in that <laughs> position. But uh, <laughs> I like that. I feel like, you know, they that, that puts them on their heels and, and makes it where they can't foul. And it's a benefit if you make the free throw. Exactly. You know, it's a bonus. Even if you make the free throw because it's one free throw for two points you and you two, still get the ball back. You get the ball, yeah. So that, that's, a, that's a dope rule. Um, I just wish the games didn't end on free throws, but, you know, that's out of my that's control. That's how it is, yeah. Yeah. Um, you guys lost. You took your first L yeah. last week um, to Trilogy. Yeah. Um, a lot of shit talking in that game. Kenya Martin yeah. was the first person I've heard really come for you. He came for you, yeah, dog. Yeah, he did. He did. He was yelling Every, that Everybody else came for me, but not like him. he won. That's all. He won. He won the That's game. That's the difference. He was, him and his teammates were yelling that you you were the key to winning because they, they feel like you have no jump shot. He actually said mm-hmm. you haven't made a jump shot the entire season. I'm a, it's cool. I got a highlight coming for uh for that big three thing anyway. I got uh, plenty of jump shots, and I actually have a three-point game. We know winner. he was lying. Yeah. He but, was uh, lying, but he's talking yeah. his shit. What did it feel like? This is Kenya Martin. You know, yeah. I mean, he's. I mean, it's not like he's going to be in the Hall of Fame or anything, but he's still he's an, NBA guy. an NBA guy. He played multiple Come years, on, yeah. went to the champion playoffs, played well. What was it like to have somebody like him yelling at you on the sideline? Like, Man, I quit my 9 to 5 two years ago. I got NBA guys pissed at me right now. They are so <laughs> mad. I'm yeah. not supposed to be here. You're not. I'm not. So uh, I love it, man. I love it. Keep that. I, I told him uh, to his face, keep that same energy. Like, we're going to play him again. And I had an off night, my first off night. You heard what they said. You know, I'm a, I'm the key to winning, you know, winning games. So mm-hmm. if, if that's how they feel, I mean, it, they already feel in a type of way. I, I'm already winning. So um, I, I'm not worried about it too much. Uh, the best shooters in the world is have uh, off nights. Right. So um, your first step. Mm-hmm. Man, it seems like illegal in the big three. You shouldn't. These guys, most of these guys are washed. Let's keep it real. And if they aren't washed, they're definitely going into the washer soon. And here you are, this young, spry, you know, newly. Man, pro. I'm 30, man. Stop you're calling st- me no, young, No, you're young man. as far as your, your, your basketball age. This is true. This is true. And so you're out here. Like everybody's gonna start guarding you like Rondo and Ben Simmons. I hope so. I hope. And, I pray. and what are you gonna do differently now that you know it's been happening the entire season? Thank but you. now I feel like like it's a known thing now because Kenya Martin made it a thing, and so I feel like you're gonna get guarded like that a lot more. What are you guys planning to do to counter that? There is no counter. We're gonna do the same thing we've been doing. We're three and one with that same recipe. 
So if everybody want to keep taking L's, if you want to bank on me having an off night, <laughs> go ahead. Like if you watch every game besides that one, I came into the game, mid-range jumper, mid-range jumper up. Now they got a guard up. Now it's a blow by. Now it's a driving kick. How you going? You, I'm already winning if you're going to let me shoot jumpers. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not, no disrespect. I'm not Ben Simmons. I'm going to take the shot. You miss a hundred percent of the shots you don't take. Right. So I'm not worried about that, man. I'm going to go out there, play my game, be aggressive and you know. I, I'm here, so I'm gonna do whatever's got here. me here. We yeah. out here. <laughs> um, <laughs> you are fourth in assists in the big three, behind I believe Joe Johnson, Royce White, Deshaun Stevenson. These are all NBA guys. I believe. Not saying you, you're you're people kind of get you mixed up because you do take a lot of shots. You're a volume shooter. But people really underestimate your passing skills and your passing ability. And what I've noticed watching you in the big three is you are blowing by people and the help comes and you are gladly passing the ball, like gladly passing the ball. What how does it feel having Steven Jackson, um, Josh Powell and hopefully CJ whenever he gets back? These guys who and are Dante, Dante, and Dante he knocking who are down accomplished. Shots. Like, how easy is it for you guys? Because I, I have you guys as a top three on my roster. I would put you higher if Trilogy wasn't looking, if the triplets wasn't looking the way they look. No, nah, they look good. And if, well, Catino's out, but if Power wasn't looking the way they look, and then enemies only have one loss, and that was without Gilbert Arenas and Royce Royce White. How is it feeling, your roster, how do you? How would you match your roster up with these other top rosters in the big three? Um, I, we, we've said it from day one. Everybody got all the names and all the praise. We just gonna come out there and play hard. I don't really, I don't really think about matching up my roster with anybody else's because at the end of the day, they, they gotta guard us too. So, um, it, it's not really anything about matchups. I feel like, I feel like the toughest games are gonna be the bigger teams because you know they're gonna do the same thing, back me down from the three point line. So, <laughs> um, that no, you're good. <laughs> That's going to be the the toughest games of the bigger teams. But, I mean, that's that's nothing we've already – we've seen that all season. They had to figure something else out because um, that wasn't working too well. Yeah, I've noticed that you guard the p- big guys pretty well. I like your technique. I like your tactic. You let them bang you a little bit. Then when you get that that one down low, you kind of pull the chair out yeah. under them, make them look a little stupid. Yep. And then, you know, you just stay on your ground because there's not really much you can do nah, once they've got you down there. There's not much you, you can know? do. I mean, they're going to they gonna use their strength as they should. I mean, it's it's smart. But at the same time, they're just tiring themselves out, and my age gonna kick in at one point. So, and then they gotta turn around and guard you. That part. So that part. So you guys are three and one. You're headed to Oklahoma this weekend to play the only team without a win. That's one of the <laughs> best things you can do coming off of your first loss. No, it ain't. Yeah, it is. No, it ain't. Yeah, it they, is. Because they know they coming in with just as much fire. Because they, they know we beatable. They not. They they know we just lost. <laughs> but uh, me and me and Stack Jack was already talking. It it just sucks for the next team because they gonna get all of it. That's good. I feel like this is a good matchup for you guys. Um, Deshaun Stevenson, obviously, um, they've got a big a big guy down low. Uh, McDonald, I oh, believe, yeah, yeah. a problem. Yeah, he is. Um, the rest of the roster doesn't seem like it's going to be too much of it. But how how are you guys are are you looking at it like we we still got to get up and play? These are still you know pros, yeah. or is it like you know what we really should just take advantage and get back to where we were and bust their ass? Uh, a little bit of both. Um, we going out with the same mentality. We're going to take care of business. We don't take anybody lightly. Um, and, but they, they going to feel everything that, you know, we didn't get to, to let out last game. So, um, it's, it's going to be a fight for sure. Wow. Um, 
in the Drew League, I've I've obviously watched you guard James Harden, DeRozan. You damn near took Denzel Valentine's <laughs> NBA career last summer. Would you give him a forty piece? Forty four. Forty four ball. But but and you know why that was though? Why? Because they said he was saying the same thing. Uh, what's your King Yon was saying? Let oh. him let him shoot. It's gonna <laughs> be said, a let it's, him shoot. it's gonna be a long. They don't know yet. It's gonna be a long day. Once Oak get used to me and. And just let me play a little more. We're we going to have fun, man. We're going to have some fun. Well, I want to ask you this. Is there anyone in the big three that you look at? And just keep it real with me, please. Is there anybody that you really can't wait to bust their ass to, to to just... To score on like yes. that? Yes. No, not really, because I don't think of it like that. I'm trying to kill everybody out there. Everybody can get Every, it. Everybody. No I ain't, personals. Ain't no, ain't no personal. It ain't, it ain't personal. It's just business. So I'm Man, trying I used to, to mark people's names on a calendar when I played. <laughs> like, yo, I'm about to cook her. I cannot wait. <laughs> no, nah, I'm trying to cook everybody on the calendar. Damn. I think it's because I didn't get as many people. It wasn't as many people uh, to, to cook when I played. So I it was you, like I games you. that I really, I can't you front, that I really too. looked up to. Uh, okay. And I was just like, oh, I'm about to give her. But I, yeah. I didn't get 40s. 30 was my goal. Like, I'm going to give her 30. Nobody go out there and be like, I'm going to get 40. I don't, I, don't, I don't even think like that. And if you, if oh, you I ask. I used to think I'm going to give 30. Dead mm, ass. That, that's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good mentality to have, though. I, I'm telling you. I'm aggressive enough. All right. So the big three released four players recently. Lamar Odom, Jermaine O'Neal, um, Baron Davis, and Bonzi Wells. And the reason they gave is because these players are basically taking up space. And not they. I guess it didn't appear that they were in shape. It wasn't. It wasn't a situation. I think one of the guys, um, there was a heart condition for Jermaine, for yeah. Jermaine. So that's different. Very different. But these other guys were just not playing and taking a roster spot and collecting a check. Some guys around mm. the league were bothered by that that they were released. Some guys felt like, yeah, get him out of here. We need pe- bodies that are ready to play. That wasn't me. I What's, just want to throw that out. I ain't had no say so in that. <laughs> what, what is your opinion on it? Don't try to. Oh man, I, I ain't gonna sugarcoat it, man. Uh, if they want the league to grow, you gotta uh, you gotta take care of little, little things like that, man. I I think there should have been a conversation had, but we don't we don't know what was had. But uh, from the way that a couple of the players, you know, responded, that I saw went straight to Instagram or released, mm-hmm. you know press uh information it didn't look like they were told anything so yeah it just and, but they said there was a meeting with multiple players in the front office oh. so i don't know who those players are but you guys might have like a in ah, a, 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 your okay. own players like organization a, like or like nba pb or something like that so there was they said there were players that they actually met with wow and it was a everybody it was a it was a at least a majority agreement that these players should it was be released. No, it was nobody on, on Killer Threes. I can tell you that much because we was just as shocked. <laughs> um, <laughs> I talked to a few of the guys and I was just as shocked myself. Mm-hmm. But um, I mean, come on, man, you that spot can be that spot could have went to me. Yeah. If I if I didn't get the the job, you know, I would have hated you know watching uh, a team be down a man when I can you know contribute. So I can't say you know that I would have kicked them out, but I sure can't say that you know I wouldn't have. I mean. I want to check too. I need to provide for my family too. Like most of these guys are mm-hmm. um, stable. Most of these guys have long careers in the NBA. I don't know what, you know, they deal with their money, but hopefully it's still there. But uh, I treat this as, you know, going out playing passion and heart and taking care of the family. Fair. Uh, I thought they should have got the hell out of there as well. Um, what I do know is people, you need these names 
to yeah, attract attract the crowd. Build the brand. I, I get I get that part of it. That's business. But at the end of the day, the people that are paying their money to come to the games, if they're on the bench, what's the purpose? You know yeah. what I mean? And I think that's that was some of the fans' concerns too. Uh, I read the comments every now and then. I like to stay you know down to earth for the most part. Um, and I felt like a lot of people were like, oh, you know, I, I wasn't I, I was coming to see him play. It was like he wasn't gonna play anyway. So it was it was a few of those that I saw. Um, people were kind of disappointed that their favorite players that they watched growing up weren't going to be playing because they were injured or on reserve or whatever. So I think they the big three is kind of listening to that as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I, th- I thought it was a smart move, and you have to you have to think about who your consumer. That's what's more important than anything because if you don't have the asses in the seats, mm-hmm. then it doesn't matter what superstars you we have on paid. the roster if they're not come actually going to play. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Speaking of playing, a lot of movement, what I call musical chairs, took place this offseason in the NBA. You and I have had some discussions uh, about some of the movements, and I want to get your opinion on record because <laughs> the text messages don't count. I want it, I want it on record. So let's let's get to this best backcourt. I need your opinion. And I understand Clay's gonna be out for a little while, but we just gonna, you know, we're gonna put him in the, the best backcourt discussion with him and Steph. Okay. Um, we're gonna have your your boy who you went to college with. Okay. Uh Dame and um McCollum. Um the two West Coast niggas are back together, Harden and Westbrook. And then we have Mitchell and um Conley. In Utah. Hmm. I forgot they signed him. Best backcourt. What's up? Harden Westbrook. Mm. Why is that? You can't really, ain't nothing you can do with them. They going to get numbers. And I feel like if, you don't, you don't need defense if you can score the ball the way they can. Oh. Oh. Yeah, yeah. This, it's that type of you NBA. You know there's one ball though, right? Everybody keeps saying that. They said that with Chris Paul too. Yeah, and that's why they, that's actually why they They, they worked. They worked. <laughs> If you look at the numbers in the record, they worked, but it, it I think a lot of that work was James Harden. I have to yeah. say. And he and that and Westbrook's going with James Harden. James Harden's gonna be able to do the same thing and be able to, you know, he's a he's a guy who can put the little stuff to the side. I feel like he's good at being a bigger person. He's played who with a is? lot of James. James is, but I'm talking about what about Westbrook? Do you think, you know, a, a part of Westbrook's issues to me, mm-hmm. and it's not like I know him personally or anything like that. But what I gather based on interviews and the way he plays, stats matter to him. Like his numbers matter. And that may have been an Oklahoma thing because he's in a small market and they didn't have another way to get the asses in the seats. And it's like, look, we got a triple-double every night. Gotcha. Come see us. So it's, it appeared that that was an important stat for him. Um, can he take a back seat to his homeboy? He doesn't have a jump shot. Harden is used to dribble penetration kick in the shooters. What happens if he dribble penetrates, kicks it to this guy, he can't shoot the ball? How does that all turn out? I feel like everybody is jumping the gun. Are we? Why Why does he have to settle? Why he can't drive, kick, and get downhill too and do what he's been doing, create for other people as well. He's another creator. I would love to have a person that I can drive and kick to and then they can get downhill and find another open man. That makes his offense flow so much better. I don't think he's going to sit out there and settle for – jumpers when you got, you know, all the players you gonna have around him, especially if James is driving and kicking. I mean, he might cut to the basket. I mean, it, like I said, everybody's just jumping the gun. I feel like it's going to work. Um, I'm not saying they're going to go out there and win the championship. Oh, okay. But both of those guys are uh, – I think 
scores and and it's both MVPs. They're the only the only ones that have two MVPs. I will give them that on separate teams, obviously. But who cares if you don't get out of the first round? Are they getting out of the first round? Who's in their conference? I just named some other backcourts. You want me to name Utah, uh, the Lakers, the Clippers, the Warriors, the Trailblazers. I forgot they over there. (laughs) (laughs) So what does this matter if they're not getting out of the first round? They're going to get out of the first round. Yes? We're going to go on record. You you go on record with that? On record. They're getting out of the first round. And then we're going to go back to this and be like, Frank said it. Frank said it. Okay. Before nobody even, they're going to get out of the first round. They out of the first round. Easily. I I don't see it if they did number seven. Or eight. You think they're gonna do that bad? Uh, I think that they're not that dope. I don't think that they're gonna be that great together. Who did, who did Houston lose? Chris um, Paul. They, I mean, Chris Paul. They lost. Um, they still got Gordon. They still got Gordon. They, they still got the majority of their roster. The problem is that roster still didn't do anything really. They didn't get. They didn't get to the championship. I think you added a dog, though. That's gonna change that. Respect. I think you added a dog. Respect. And with that in mind. Best duos, LeBron, AD, KD, Kyrie, Kawhi, PG, Russ, Harden, Giannis, Middleton, Steph, Clay, Dame, CJ, Luca, Kristaps, Ben, Embiid, Jokic, Murray. Well, that's tough. I got to go with LeBron and AD. Reason. I got to. They, they just dominant, man. Like when you watch the game, like. It's it's Kawhi was a, another one of those guys that I watched and I was like, there's just nothing you can do. It's not a lot of times you look at a game and you realize that. And with those guys, man, uh, it's just AD, LeBron, Kawhi. It's just nothing you can do. Like when you watch them play, like you literally, you know, at their mercy. You're at their mercy, yeah. yeah. So yeah. who do you think comes? Because I, I feel I feel bad talking about the East and making it like, oh, you know, the East, whatever. We're, we're, everybody's talking about the West. So, but who do you think comes out of the West? Who's the, who's going to the championship out of the West, in your opinion? I think that should be light over there. <laughs> I think everybody's going to be. It's going to be. I think everybody's going to win as many games as as they did yeah. last year because everybody's going to be balling. It's going to be tough if you. If there's going to be certain nights that you don't get up or yeah. injuries or taking nights off. And that's one thing people got to realize too. Yeah. Like people go down yeah, and it messes up. Like you saw it with LeBron last yeah. year. Like it messed up Everything their whole Everything changes with injury. Run. And that's why when people yeah. try to say that there's an asterisk near Kawhi's championship in Toronto, I don't agree with that. No, I don't either. I say a chip it, is a chip. A chip is a chip. Y'all, y'all wasn't, re- y'all, y'all bad for not being healthy. When Kawhi went down and in that series with the Spurs. Yeah. And nobody say, you know, there's an asterisk next to Golden State. Everybody no. was back on that bandwagon. Yeah. Here come our parade. So yeah. I, I said it when it when I watched it all happen. I was like, man, it's their time. It's meant for Toronto to win it. So that's mm-hmm. how you got to look at it. You can't look at it as if if they didn't go down, if this didn't go down. There ain't no if. You win, you win. Mm-hmm. But that's why I think that what's underestimated a lot of times, like people are always constantly talking about LeBron's age and, oh, he's declining. The man went to the champion, the finals eight years in a row without an injury. <laughs> Without an injury, that's a savage right there. And I think that people underestimate health in the the NBA because you already have 82 games and then you have approximately, depending on how many games you win in the series, 28 games after that to get to the championship. Yeah. That's a lot of games. That's a lot of games. So if you're not, your body, like Chris Paul, if you're not capable of holding on, then that's an L for your team. 100%. So I think health is very important. And it's also something you use to your advantage if you have healthy guys. Yeah, you got to. You got to. Especially uh, 
like having a bench is huge. Like that's yeah. that's been such a a stress factor for a lot of people lately and reporters. I've been uh, like listening, and the bench has been the determining factor. The reason why Toronto won it is because they had Van Fleet and a, a couple other guys come off the like. The Warriors didn't have that. Yeah. You don't have nobody that can come off the bench and give they you 15. They gave up their bench to get Durant, remember? It, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so, uh, who was the guy that won three times in a row? What was his name? I forgot, but he went to Toronto. Yeah. He went to Toronto. And yeah, and got, he's, he went, he got his, his three-peat. <laughs> See what I mean? So, it's like, you, you got to have a bench, man. If you want to win, you got to have a bench. And I feel like um, that's going to be the determining factor in this next season with everybody having, you know, an, an even team. Your bench is, is going to be your most important part. Yeah. So I want to give you something on um, this, um, this page I follow called Statline. They have this thing called hot takes for 2019-2020 season. Um, tell me which one you think is most believable. The first one says neither the Lakers or the Clippers finish as the one seed. Uh, the Pacers finish as a top two seed. The Knicks finish as a top eight seed. The Bucks do not finish as a top two. And the Warriors finish as a top three. Do you need to look at that? I will say the Pacers. Let me see. What do you think of those no hot way. takes? No way Pacers are <laughs> finishing as a top two seed. They got a good squad. They don't have a top two seed squad. Respect. Neither Lakers or Clippers. They wild with this. Who posted <laughs> this? Yo, they... It's just hot takes. It's not uh, like it's okay. real. Uh, it's just you know like I got you. I don't I don't see the Warriors finishing uh top three either. Oh, so yeah, that's your one? That. Yeah, I don't see they that. Are, this is the first nah, year. Yeah, the Warriors gotta gotta rebuild. It's a rebuilding year. Yeah, it's it's their time, man. They had a dynasty for a while. Five Dyn- years. Dynasty's gone, and now it's you, it you over here with the late. Oh well, we nah, Lakers ain't bad no more. Mm-mm. We ain't bad no more. So it's gonna be interesting to watch. Yeah, there's a little bit of rumors about. Um, D'Angelo Russell going to the Warriors and them really just using him to just trade him off. Oh. Did you hear anything about that? I heard I heard it, but I didn't think it was true. What you oh, think? Oh yeah. I heard that um, um That's great bait. Orlando Orlando Magic um dunk contest. Oh, what's his name? Gordon? Aaron, Aaron, Aaron Gordon. Gordon mm-hmm. Is who they're eyeing for a trade with D'Angelo Russell. Really? Yeah. Do I don't see. Think, I don't see him fitting their system, though. Well, Iggy's gone. He could be a he upgrade could be a of new Iguodala. Upgrade Iggy, okay. You know, so I, do you think that it's a good move to get rid of D'Angelo, or do you think they should nah, keep him? I would him? keep D'Angelo. He fit their system. What happens when Clay's back? Do you have three guards like that in your your one two three? You You're had it. You had it before. No. Yeah, you did. Who? They only uh, I guess two. KD ain't. KD is KD. Seven feet tall. KD is KD. This is true. Yeah. Ain't no, ain't no other guard his tall. height. Yeah. Uh, he can guard a three, four. Yeah, and they don't have no. I mean, you can put Clay on a three, but then you leaving D'Angelo with a two. And Steph can't guard Cast. nobody. <laughs> we know that. Hey, we are gonna get off Steph, man. <laughs> I'm that was just my, keeping it real. That was my favorite player no, in college. I love but Steph. I, agree, I love Steph, but he can't I agree guard they nobody. Do, they do put him on an island, and yeah. I think the best team to exploit that was the Rockets. Yeah, that's why they gave him such so, a hard time. So, do you time. think they should keep D'Angelo? Is it a good idea to keep him? I bring him off the bench. Oh, but whoa. I bring him up. That's an ego. Ooh. That's an ego. I mean, you going to the to the Warriors. I mean, if, whenever you go into a team as good as that or a dynasty like that, you got to have something in mind. Angelo like, led his team to the playoffs last year. And he was an all star. And he was an all star. Yeah, you I really know. think he's coming off the bench? I mean, I'm for for me. I mean, that's I mean, that's talk they should have. But for me, I mean, I would love to have somebody like him come off the bench. 
I don't think his ego. But I think the trade bait so makes many, more sense. We would see so many videos of people cheating on their wives if they pulled <laughs> this man off the bench tall. I, I agree the trade makes more sense, but I just think D'Angelo fit their system better. But I don't see him coming off the bench after the year he had. So, uh, yeah, he can't. That yeah, would be very that, The year he had was insane, but but I'm I'm selfish. I, I would love to see him come off the bench. I'm a, I'm a winner. I'm a little different. And I ain't in the league. Not so. for this team, I wouldn't. If yeah. KD was on the team, I would gladly come off the bench. But I'm, I, I couldn't. I was about to say, team. we don't even know what their team gonna look like next year. <laughs> I mean, I do. I have the roster, but it, it looks all right. But without him, it's better. I think they need to go get without, somebody. I don't think they who? need him. I don't think they need D'Angelo. Who's I, who's starting? Steph. Oh, I can tell you. Clay's out for the whole year. Not really. He'll be back. He's, He's just, out it's for an the ACL, whole year. Though. Yeah, he out for the whole year, man. He ain't gonna come back next year and just be fine. Not like fine, but you know, good enough. You don't think so? Not top three to see good enough. Yeah, I feel you. So next year they have uh, Green, obviously. Cauley Stein, they picked him up from the Kings. Uh, D'Angelo Russell, Steph Curry, and uh, Robinson. Robinson? Yeah, he's a new guy. Sh- shooting for small forward. Let me see him. What Robinson is that? Oh, they still have McKinney. Oh, I don't know I like McKinney though. I'm not coming off the bench with this. Court. I like no, I'm just no, no, not no. going to do no, no, that. No, no, I would can, rather no, no. be moved. I agree. I agree. <laughs> Send me to the Lakers where I belong. Yeah, I where agree. we he's needed actually. Who's the two? Who's the starting two? He is. Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> McKinney. McKinney. He he taller though. So yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Nah, you can't come off the bench. No, can't send. Please, Warriors. Y'all want to make a trade? Send him to the Lakers. That's where he should have went anyway. Kawhi was bullshitting, taking too long to make decisions, so he dipped on us. Nah, Kawhi had to make sure he can get somebody over there to help right. him. I would. I, if I was Kawhi, I wouldn't do it either. I'm not gonna be the best player in the NBA and go play with it. I would have put my damn feet up. <laughs> you <laughs> with you the gotta Lakers? take a back. You gotta take a back seat though when you do that. Whatever. Gonna... He's proven every. He has nothing else to prove but now. But he's still he's still hungry though. Yeah. I mean, you gonna get another chip with the Lakers yeah, if but you he wanna, come over here? He wanna just really, his set shots. He wanna really do his it. Set shots and slap the ground and just <laughs> just guard niggas and get a chip. That's probably not fun to him though. Man, people are tripping. And then a lot of people listening, you know, like KD, he, he listen to you know what people say. So at, at the back of his head, he probably like, yo, I ain't trying to go to the to the Lakers with LeBron and AD. Like that's probably you know respect. Respect. I didn't see that working anyway, but. That ain't nah. my business. Yeah. It is what it is. <laughs> well, we're going to get out of here. I thank you so much for joining me. Good luck this weekend in Oklahoma. Good luck with the rest of the season. Good luck. I expect to see you guys here in L.A. in the championship, not the three and four <laughs> game, the one three and two and four. game. There's a, there's a uh, third and fourth oh, place game Oh, I got also. you. Really? Yeah. Oh, that's awesome, though. That's dope. Yeah. There's going to be two games here. You first, the the pre... pre uh, Playoffs are in New Orleans. Okay. Um, there's eight teams, and then there's four to go to the uh, championship here at Staples Center, September oh. 1st. You better be in that game. Let's do it. I'm, well, that's what we're striving for right now. Don't even yes. worry about it, man. We off to a good start. We're going to keep it rolling. Uh, I'm ready. I wanted to also, I said this on yesterday's episode, but I'm doing my first live show for my podcast. Hey, August congrats, 31st. congrats. I know. I'm, so, I'm not nervous, but it's just a little weird because it's like, when I do my podcast, I just talk about sports. Yeah. But this live show is going to be very different. It's not going to be me sitting there talking about sports. Like I gotta like entertain the folks yeah, and like you, you know have fun and mix it up. But yeah. I'm very excited. I know you can't be there because you will be in the championship because my show is August 31st. Championship September 1st. Hey. But um, if where's gonna be at? 
It's in Miami. I have to. I'm mad that I ain't going to get to go to Miami because that's our bye week. Why can't you just go? Got responsibilities. Oh my God. <laughs> anyway, Miami can wait. You have plenty of time for Miami yeah. after the championship. But good luck to you. Thank you so thank much. Thank you so much for joining me. Appreciate you having me on. I appreciate you guys listening. Um, this episode will be up very, very soon. Make sure you check out my YouTube channel um, and support me by spreading my link. And tickets will be on sale Friday morning at 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, which is really 7 a.m. for LA. Make sure you support your girl. Get some tickets. I love you guys. Peace. Run that shit up, Cash. Cash my daughter, nigga, my dog, and we don't get money together. You go through a trial, you duck in the laws, and fuck it, we duck in the gill. 